All right, we made it the second half here on Main Street Sports today after that tasty little halftime snack of the oh, the infamous spinach dip story. Go back and, and watch or listen into the podcast if you want to find out more details exactly about that. Coming up in the second half, we got Chip Walters joining us in just a few minutes. Uh, talk a little Blue Raider sports. Also, Top 5 Tuesday, prize sports possessions. Should be interesting. Uh, Chris, I don't think either of us are going to hold a candle to what Mo can bring. Uh, and then, uh, of course, as always, uh, this day in Braves history and our daily Braves segment. So we'll send you back over across the room to the Hall of Famer, Mo Patton, the Sundrop Kid from Alabama, Chris Yow. Gentlemen. What's up? What's up? <sighs> yeah, it's a good day. Atlanta Braves lost one to nothing last night. Tyler Matzik's on the injured list. Tucker Davidson and his 16-plus ERA will make the start for the Braves tonight. 16.88. Nearly 17. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. okay. So, I I saw a tweet. This is what I wanted. This is where I was going with that. It appears the Cincinnati Reds may be shopping Hunter Green. As uh, for a trade. What, <laughs> what what would you be willing to give up from the Braves to get Hunter Green? And don't say Dansby Swanson. No. <laughs> you know Dansby was going to be at the top of the list. Dansby, not, not best, short, list. best shortstop in the league, will take the, the fifth starter. You know why? Because we got a serviceable shortstop somewhere well, Not only that, but Hunter Green can play shortstop when he's not pitching. That's he was about a two-way right. great. coming yeah. out of high school. Um, <laughs> I would um, – Drew Waters. That's that was exactly where I was going. Without question, he's um, not coming up. We're just going to leave him in Gwinnett forever. Poor kid. I mean, if he's not coming up, you might as well get something for him. And I don't know where he's going to go. But um, I would imagine Cincinnati's going to want a major league player in a trade for Hunter Green. And okay. I don't really, especially with with Manny Pena being done for the year, you can't trade Contreras, right? So, uh, I don't want Dan's betrayed. First, I don't know. I think I'd take him for Hunter Green. I, then, I would. Then what I are you going to do at shortstop? I would consider it. Uh, nah. Uh, I, as you're talking about a team that may be experiencing a leadership void, yeah, I think Dansby addresses some of that. To be honest, yeah. So. But- Unfortunately, he learned his leadership role from Mr. 162. There's got to be some tweaking of that. And, and he, <laughs> so that seriously, that's though. why I'm worried about that. Yeah. I'm just saying, Mr. Um, 162 over there. Oh, man. It's tough. First of all, it's, it's mind-boggling to me to think that Hunter Green is actually on the trading block. Well, it's the Cincinnati Reds, man. And, and secondly, at this point, whether they trade him or not, I think they almost have to trade him at this point. If it's out there like that, that they are, you know, soliciting offers for him. Well, a a blue check tweeted it. It wasn't just some random. I'm not blowing it off necessarily. I'm just saying what the Braves have to be careful about is um, you got Mike Soroka looming. That's true. You you hope you do anyway. I think he's I think he pitches before the end of the year. Now, 
I, how does he pitch but before I, the I, end I, of I, the? But I mean, I guess if you have an opportunity to get an arm like a Hunter Green, you have you certainly have to explore it. But I I don't know. I mean, because you you sent Langoliers, you sent Pache to Oakland in the Matt Olson trade. Nothing wrong with that. But who knew Hunter Green was going to be available or that might be available? Huh? But I would think you'd have to start with Drew Waters. I would think Cincinnati would make you start with Drew Waters. And there might be a Tucker Davidson or, or somebody else, a, a Spencer Strider. I mean, they're going to want pitching back. Yeah. Uh, it's That's fascinating. Yeah, it. Yeah. I, I I think you're right. I think that. Uh, at least I hope mm-hmm. that Mike Soroka is back at some point and back to his former self at just, that point. Just close this year. I take him at 100 percent of his former self next year. Yeah, but whatever he can give you this year, if it's anywhere close to that, is going to be pivotal. It's going to be like a trade. <laughs> Thanks, Chip. <laughs> it's, it's like making a big trade at the deadline. You know what? Though? It is though. Cliches. He's right. Cliches he's, for he's a reason. Right. It's just. It's funny. Uh, this this Braves team has got to find a way to hit the baseball. The strikeout Kings. Yeah, I mean, even if you bring in a Hunter Green or a Mike Soroka, losing one to nothing on a wild pitch. I mean, that's not. That's not on the pitching. Even even though. Yeah. Well. I yeah, mean, I mean, you, w- without that wild pitch, it would have been zero to zero going into the eighty-third inning, or would it? <laughs> Probably. Yeah. So, so. They, they would have tied that record that we talked about yesterday. What if they strike out seventeen? I know Milwaukee retired the last fifteen batters they faced. Uh, I don't know how many strikeouts there were. It was a bunch. Yeah. But had they gone into the thirteenth or fourteenth, they might have tied that record. That was on this damn Braves history. Speaking, Speaking of. of <laughs> Take it away. Like that. Um, May 17th, two th- first of all, I got to warn you, we're getting a double dose of Bra- Braves history. Uh, hey, yeah, exactly. Uh, By 17, 2016, the Braves fire manager Freddie Gonzalez and replace him on an interim basis with Brian, Brian Snitker, manager of the AAA Gwinnett Braves. With a record of 9 and 28, the Braves are off to their worst start in team history. Snitker will stabilize the team to earn the job on a permanent basis, and the rest is history but also may 17th 1970 with his first inning single in an eventual 7-6 loss at cincinnati in game two of a twin bill hank aaron became the ninth player in mlb history to reach the 3,000 hit milestone the first of those nine to hit 500 home runs in his next at bat he also homered for his 570th career homer putting up numbers that's right. We'll be right back after this on Main Street Sports Today, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Our trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact us at 931-381-2663 or www.mtbj.net.
Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ed Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership. And outside of the military, our greatest leader building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods here in Columbia has been outfitting teams, officials, and anybody else from T-ball to college for 50-plus years. Be sure and check them out at 931-388-8060 or online at jonesandlang.com. Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Zion Christian Academy, zioneagles.org or 931-388-5731. You can schedule your appointment. Go toward their campus. It is beautiful over there, and you're definitely going to want to see it. Again, it's zioneagles.org. Give them a call, 931-388-5731, and schedule your tour today. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County Schools for more than 40 years. We specialize in orthopedic injuries, and our OrthoQuick walk-in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit us online at www.mtbj.net. Welcome back in Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Live here from Columbia. And the dimple of the universe, the mule capital of the world, the hometown of one, Chip Walters. No, well, I will tell you, I I had planned on taking a trip to uh, to this open house this past weekend, and as open I was house. to an open house this weekend over here in Riverside, and and I was, as I was driving, I see that it had already gone under contract before I got there, and that's why you choose Chip. <laughs> <laughs> nice chip what's going on man that much how are you guys doing today well we're not doing as well as you are you're just, <laughs> you're just getting contract signed left and right huh can't didn't even he have did to bake the cookies contract, they did not say it was a contract closed yet it's a contract signed and one closed is different but we're very fortunate uh over there great neighborhood my grandmother lived over there uh in on second avenue and uh Back in the day when I was, uh, when I was going to Riverside, I would my dad would drop me off at her house and I would walk to school. So most of my uh, most of my friends uh, in that time were were folks in Riverside. And I did notice the other day after you know probably watching a million baseball games at Pillar Park that they have a new uh, sign over there, you know, talking about the history uh, on that corner there of Riverside Drive and Carter Street. Uh, uh, that was a very, you know, important place in the in, in a lot of folks' youth, uh, folks my age and up and a little bit down from from my age. But you guys have you guys have seen a few games over there too, I would imagine. Actually, Chip, I have not. Really, you never saw any. Well, I mean, I, I I remember, you know, it was it it was started. I mean, I think the first games were back in the early 1900s, but back uh, in the in the uh, well, in you the didn't mi- see any mids- of those. 
No, mid-century, mid-century, you know, where it really kind of really got its life was when the Monsanto plant had had a, a baseball team and they were, I mean, basically semi-pro. Mm-hmm. And so they, they were, you know, they were a big draw there. Central High School played there. You had uh, post-19 and post-10 other American Legion teams. American Legion state tournaments were there. Legion ball was has, has always been outstanding in Columbia and even Columbia state probably played a few games there before, uh, they built the field, uh, out on Hampshire Pike. But, uh, I was glad to see that, uh, the recognition of, uh, of, of, of the history of Pillow Park over there. Chip, you said that there's a difference in a signed contract and a closed contract, but you can't get one closed without getting it signed, can you? That's correct. You're, you're certainly correct. But, so, and uh, the thing so is he didn't have to bake the cookies. Because right. there was no open house, huh? Exactly. Yeah, we, I've told you that trick before, hadn't I? You, you kind of keep the cookies baking. They keep them baking during the open house to, to just just to kind Permeate. of keep that, that spell going <laughs> through. Yeah, but uh, but uh, the other thing that happened on on Saturday. Yeah, I, I was over there for that. But uh, a little shout out to my classmates of the uh, class of 1981. We had our 40th plus one uh, <laughs> reunion on Saturday night. Uh, but, uh, we had a great time, good group. And, uh, you know, a, a lot of the, 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 the outstanding athletes from our class were, were there and, uh, just, uh, just a whole lot of fun. And we, I think we decided the other night that we're not going to wait till 50. Uh, we're going to go ahead and have one four years from now for our 45th. And, you know, just encourage anybody who has the chance to go back, uh, to do that. We had well, a real big time. I tell you, I, if if some of my classmates don't get moving, I think ours is going to be a 40th plus one as well. It's supposed to be <laughs> 40 this year, and a, and a lot of people have been, what are we doing for our 40th? Yeah. What are we doing for our 40th? But, and nobody's finalizing anything. We had a Facebook group that nobody wanted to take charge in. I'm like, didn't we elect a class president for this? I think the class presidents forget that that's – one Part of, of the duties. duties. They, they did not. They were not. There's not a whole lot of foresight at 18. No, there's not. <laughs> there's so, not at all. Yeah, but um, I was I was a little involved in the planning of our 30th, um, and I'm hoping that I can avoid it this time around. But I I'm hear not, you. But I'm not sure I'll be able to. Anyway, Chip, we have digressed greatly. Uh, who, yes, we have. Who who on the Murfreesboro campus? Besides Jim Toman, saw the Blue Raiders going out to Houston and taking three from Rice. Well, I mean, if you if you followed Rice this year, they're they are in dead last place in Conference USA, which in itself is is uh, a really uh, kind of shocking development. But you know, I, I thought Middle would have a chance to to win uh, a great chance to win the series mm-hmm. and. And, uh, and and there was some talk, you know, with the way the schedule is this week, which we'll cover in just a second, that you needed to go out there and win as many as you could mm-hmm. because you, your your last four games are all against top 25 teams. You've got the number, what, number four RPI team tonight um, with uh, – Vanderbilt. With Vanderbilt in Nashville, and then Southern Miss comes in. They're a top twenty RPI team, so you, you uh, 
you, they needed to make some hay this weekend. And, and I'll tell you, they got off to a great start Friday night as P wig, uh, you know, he, he spun one on Friday night, a two hitter and a seven, nothing shutout. And, uh, and was named Conference USA Pitcher of the Week today for those efforts. The crafty lefty from Page High School. Yep. Crafty. You know, there's no such thing as a crafty righty. There never there is. Of, there's a hard there's hard throwing righties and crafty, and crafty lefties. lefties. There you go. Yep. Or or That's crafty right. southpaws. That's right. But yeah. he he uh he got the he got them off to a great start. And then uh they on Saturday they held off uh rise for a 5-4 win and then on Sunday had an 11 run third uh mm. led 14 nothing 18 to 2 and won 21 to 7 in a game that Rick Stockstill would have been proud of right <laughs> exactly exactly and no quadruple doink on the uh, field goal <laughs> oh like man the, that's what happened the last time that we was, were in yeah Houston and uh but you know you know you, you see this team you know, kind of getting all of the pieces together at the right time in, in, uh, and you're, you're going to have to have that if you want to, you know, take, you know, two or three of these last four games. And I'm including the Vandy game tonight. You've got to be at your best the pitching. You know, it'll be interesting to see how, how Toman and Corbin both uh, handle their pitching because they both have, um, series that start on Thursday night coming mm. up this weekend. I think Vandy's got LSU and Middle's got Southern Miss. So both are big, big series for both schools. So it could be, you know, uh, Johnny Allstaff tonight. You could have, uh, you know, a different guy in inning. We've seen that before. You could have somebody that that uh, hasn't pitched, put a time or two all year, have the ball put in his hands and say, go get it and but we'll just have to see how they plan on doing that tonight. Six o'clock at uh, at Hawkins Field in Nashville. Both those teams looking to try to take some momentum into these Thursday, Friday, Saturday series as oh, well, Chip. I mean, um, absolutely. Middle, middle and, has and won. That's, that's, a, that's Mid, a big part of the game. Yeah, Middle has won six straight now in eight of their last nine. So, so uh, li- li- listen to this. This is what's important to understand. Middle Tennessee is currently tied for third in Conference USA Baseball standings. I'm not saying that they are going to sweep Southern Miss, but if they did by some way, it, it can happen. It has happened before. If, <laughs> if they could sweep Southern Miss, La Tech has Charlotte, who is pretty good, and UTSA has UAB, who is not as good, but they could find themselves. They, they still have an opportunity to be the number one seed in the tournament. Yeah, going into the last weekend, it tells you a lot about what what the league has been like this year. And I think Toman, I think I heard him on the post game show the other day say they could finish anywhere from first to sixth, and mm-hmm. uh, with with the way things uh, you know happen. But you know the the good thing is you've got a you've got a spot locked up in the tournament, which then allows you to you know play with really no pressure, and and also uh, you know you're at home. And that that's good. They 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 played well at home this year, and and the athletic department has, uh, matter of fact, I think just this afternoon, has put out for the next forty eight hours they're going to be selling chair back seats for five bucks a piece for the weekend. You can for each game this weekend, so you can get the premium seats that are available, and and they obviously want to pack the park, have a great atmosphere, and 
and uh, and, and and you know and really have a great series with Southern Miss because they're really really good and and you need that uh, that tenth man uh, so to speak to uh, to go in against that group and have success. Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, with us here on Main Street Sports today. Um, Chip, a couple of guys out in Norman, Oklahoma this week. Yeah. Um, Got it right here in front of me. I, uh, Nick Wolf, mm-hmm. uh, uh, who was UT Martin transfer, grad transfer, Coach Donnelly's grandson. Uh, he finished today, and he is at six over par. Uh, had a 77 yesterday, four strokes better today at 73. Michael Bernard, uh, he is also at plus six. He had a 73 yesterday, and uh, he is, I think, going to be plus four today when it's all said and done. So he and Nick will be uh, both at plus six. The They're, they're about 15 shots off the lead uh, as far as that, but they are also – uh, they are within five shots of being in the top 20 uh, in, in the individual uh, draw for the for the Norman Regional. So, that you know, for them to get out there uh, is is really neat to uh, to for them to be able to get out there and play. And they've got one more round left in them. So hopefully somebody can make a run and and uh, get on to the next level. That regional tournament field is not forgiving i mean the top five team (laughs) top five teams and then the top individual who is not a member of one of those top five teams or who advance so you got to go out there and shoot lights out particularly if your team isn't going to be around the top right and and middle's team didn't make it but you had two individuals that are and so you you know, right now the deck is stacked against them, but uh, but you know they they are they're continuing to play, and that's what you want to do: play as long as you can, and uh, and this will wind it up for for Nick Wolf, who's had uh, an outstanding college career, won conference championship uh, or multiple conference championships at UT Martin, and uh, who, by the way, their golf coach. Uh, has Columbia connections. Uh, his mother uh, was was Cindy Brooks. She was in my class, and uh, so there's a Columbia connection there. He grew up in Gallatin, but uh, he has done a great job after taking over the UT Martin Golf Program. And uh, so, best of luck to uh, Michael and and Nick tomorrow, and and uh, hope that it's not their final round. But if it is, go out swinging and hit them straight. There you go. Well, if you hit them straight, it's less likely to be your final round. That's, That's correct. So that is go. correct. <laughs> Unless there's One, a dog uh, leg, then you gotta yeah, it, you gotta take a little <laughs> put a little draw in it. That's all I'm saying. It, exactly. <laughs> but uh, the only other thing I had today was uh, uh, track and field. Uh, finished up the conference uh, meet last weekend in San Antonio, and uh, I'm not sure who all individually is going to advance there will be several uh but uh 
in, as far as uh, all conference, uh, Abigail Quartang in the high jump, Alaba Akintola in the 100 meter, 200 meter, Benjamin Onyekwulu uh, in the long jump, Esther Issa in the long jump and uh, in triple jump, Usila Chipkimi in the 800 and 1500, and Stephen Aloji in the 400 hurdles were all first team all conference USA. And uh, again, they'll be figuring out who has advanced to the NCAA meet. And when that is concluded, that will lead right into the June 4th um, celebration of life for Dean Hayes uh, at, um, at, at the Dean Hayes track and soccer stadium um, on June the 4th on a Saturday afternoon. There'll be a lot of folks in the track world from across the country and around the world who will be there to, uh, to recognize him. 4.30. Is the start okay. time for that event yep. there. So, um, yeah. Will I be seeing a lot of you guys next week here in the borough? I, you will indeed. You will indeed. Good. So, um, dinner's on I you. I do want a, a little, little, yeah, that's correct. We'll do that one night. Uh, uh, one little uh, plug is in addition to, I think uh, your show will be uh, live from uh, Sportscom uh, uh, over here, it, which is the headquarters for Spring Fling. Uh, Neil Price and myself will also, and and Bradley Lambert, our executive producer, will be uh, doing our Spring Fling HQ show uh, two to six on Tuesday, and then or two to eight rather on Tuesday, and then ten to six on Wednesday and Thursday. It will be a continual update of all events, everything spring fling. So if you're out and about between venues, uh, you know, flip us on and uh, we'll give you, you'll, we'll have an update. It's kind of like a big never ending sports center on those three days. And, uh, but of course, uh, during your show on uh, those days, you have permission to, to tune back over to uh, you and Chris. And, and I hear GP may actually be there. Yeah. It's uh. <laughs> I don't know how much of me and Mo you'll hear, but it's more likely you'll hear GP and maybe JP on a couple of days. GP and JP, <clears throat> that could be a whole new thing. Going to go on the road, Chip, with that. That's right. GP Chip, and JP. Tell us more about where folks can find you all for that. Go to TSSAsports.com and there will be a link uh, that will be pretty prominent. Um, I'm not sure that it's up there just yet. I'm gonna look over there. Uh, no, it's. I don't think it's quite there just yet. Uh, but there will be a link on the front uh, if you get into the spring fling portion, and it, it will. There will be a, a button you can uh, get for spring fling HQ, and then of course there'll be a lot of events. It'll be on the NFHS network. Uh, and, uh, Clay Snellgrove and I will be doing one of the baseball championship games next Friday. So spring fling, what is that? 29, number 29, XXIX. XXIX is indeed 29. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So, uh, it, it is, it is, you know, it is fast becoming the premier week. Uh, with TSSAA. Basketball, of course, is huge. 
A Blue Cross Bowl is huge, but there will be 4,000 high school athletes in Murfreesboro next week, along with family and friends. They will be at every high school baseball field in Rutherford County and also add in Wilson Central. You will. They will also be playing all the soccer out at Richard Siegel Soccer Complex for men's soccer. Uh, McKnight Park will be the home for softball. The Adams Tennis Complex will be the home for tennis. Uh, and, the, of course, the Dean Hayes Track and Soccer Stadium will be uh, for the state track meet, which is an absolute show in itself. Um, I mean, you get to Thursday and Friday, and those stands are packed, and it is just one final after another. And it's, uh, it, it, it's really something special. And after having to go out to Rockvale for the state track and field last year, it's a welcome return to the MTSU campus. Take it from <laughs> those who has to travel. Yeah. So. Yeah. And uh, because we know you like Murfreesboro traffic anyway. <laughs> Nobody likes traffic from anywhere, but especially in Murfreesboro. <laughs> anyway, on that note, Chip Walters, the voice of the Blue Raiders, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. Chip, as always, we appreciate you. Look forward to seeing you next week in the borough. And again, Dinner's on you. All right. Adios. See ya. <laughs> Later. We'll be back with our top five, top five most prized sports possessions. Stick around. Main Street Sports Day presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. We'll be back after this. Are you an enthusiastic sports fan? Want to have fun and get in on the action? Heck yes, that'd be awesome. Have great attention to detail? Want to stay active? Definitely. Want to give back to the student athletes in your community? Obviously, yes. Then you'd make an excellent high school sports official. We need more officials in Tennessee. Because with no high school officials, there are no high school sports. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Welcome back in. Quick break there. I want to thank Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint, our friends here in Columbia, taking care of all of your orthopedic needs. Don't forget about their OrthoQuick Walk-In Clinic so you don't have to wait at the emergency room. They do a fantastic job and took care of Sarah not too long ago. She ended up with a, a walking boot and wore it for two days. So don't tell my friends at MTBJ that she didn't do what they said. What's the point in going if you ain't going to do what they tell you? She wore it for two days and felt pretty good after that. So, And she hasn't had, she, she's, she's like, I don't think I really had a stress fracture. And I'm like, well, okay. They know. They don't know. They don't know. They've been to school how long? Exactly. But hey, who are we and what do we know? Anyway, let's talk about our most prized sports possessions. And I have to I have to admit that three of my five did not originate in my possession. But what you do steal them? They 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 belong to either my granddad or my dad and were passed down to me. Hand me downs. Yeah. Okay. That's- which is, I feel like that's kind within of a the rules. Fairly heirloomish kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, especially a couple of them. So, um, 
Anyway, I, I have to warn you that I've not held on to stuff like I probably should have. I mean, you see pictures of Teresa's um, press credentials from various events and that kind of thing. I just didn't have the forethought to keep either of my Citrus Bowl passes. You do have on. you do have something from the Citrus Bowl, and I wonder if that's on the list. It's not. Ah, an honorable mention right there. You got the Citrus Bowl duffel bag, right? (laughs) Yeah. Back when they gave out cool swag. We've talked about that before, right? Back when it was full of swag. Yeah. Yeah. You've clearly seen the duffel bag. There was stuff in the duffel bag. Yeah, it wasn't just a duffel bag. The only thing I've ever gotten from a bowl was the, the Northwestern Kentucky game, and they gave me a coin. I'm like, really? Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. That's not on my list either. Yeah. So there you go. Um, we'll start with JP since we kind of shot out the conversation. We always do. Anyway. You know, I, and I've got three. Um, so we'll start with us. And yeah, we'll start with us. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Three. I was building up towards that. That's okay. My number five, um, I was presented an award by the Metro Nashville Basketball Coaches Association, and it's a trophy with – a basketball on it. So, That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I was I was going to before I realized we were taking a thirty second break. I was going to go get one of mine, but <laughs> I've decided to, to. We've got a collective one right here, actually. Speaking of, and and that is that is on our collective list. Is yeah. thank you, Richland basketball. But uh, Sumner Christian softball team gave me a signed softball from their 2015 state championship team, which is really cool. That includes the signature of SEC softball player of the year, KB Sides. Um, so but, you were covering them that year? Uh, no. Oh. I was the voice of the Sumner Christian Lady Eagles. Oh, the voice. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is my number five, my mini helmet collection. That does not, <laughs> all of them, huh? And they all, they're all not in here. I've got the Albany Conquest uh, mini helmet that, that I don't have in here and you've got some off Broadway hats a couple yeah I've got a couple others that you don't see uh-huh. here um, but I, I have about 10 or 12 mini helmets that okay. I, I, I have kept over the years all right did you get number five I got up to five I got up to five so uh, thank you for vamping I got up to five come on um, mine is going to be uh, you mentioned a trophy uh, or recognition, a plaque, whatever. Uh, you know, Larchburg hosted the uh, 15-year-old Babe Ruth World Series in 2015 and 2017. I was fortunate to be on the host committee as the media coordinator, and they gave us plaques after the second one. Really nice plaque that says thank you, and it mentions both of that. And it was it just really signified a ton of volunteer hours put in that. And uh, so that that is one of the – I don't have a whole lot of trophies or a whole lot of plaques, but sports-wise, that, that, one, that one means a lot. So I'm proud of that. Number five. What were you saying? Oh, I've got number five. Well, we, we got to talk about Mid-South Five Fitness. We That was still in the gang. Stillathletes.com. They bring you uh, Top Five Tuesday each and every week, so we appreciate That was still. That's Mid-South Five Fitness. One location in Columbia, the other in Franklin. Make sure to go visit them at Still Athletes on Instagram and stillathletes.com. Number four. Be a good time to mention Thalys has got a bunch of kids. A bunch of kids. Next week. So yeah, we're going to get to that pro- hopefully Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Fingers crossed. All right. If not Friday. <laughs> Number four. Um, went to the Louisville Slugger Museum in Louisville. Mm. <laughs> 
and and got a commemorative bat while I was there, which is Ooh. pretty. I mean, you you got to get a bat if yeah, you go to Louisville Smoker Museum, right? And personalized it, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, what'd you put on it? Just your name or? Mm-hmm. Those are nice, though. He, he he carries it around when he wears a sounds uniform. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> He just walks. He walks around the, uh, the the neighborhood, being like, oh, "Yeah, back in my day, <laughs> yeah, me and Al Bundy, huh? Yep, Pokemon <laughs> scored four touchdowns in a single game." <laughs> What's your number four? My number four is the the Davy Allison photo that used to you used to see behind me on uh, back in the in the other studio. But it was mm-hmm. one of the last two hundred photos he signed, and he oh, wow. uh, he gave it to my granddad, who you know they were very close friends. And uh, so having that is pretty cool. Like that. Uh, number four for me. Um, speaking of the Babe Ruth World Series, the first one, the guest speaker at the opening ceremonies was Johnny Bench. Oh. And so I got a signed baseball and got to meet Johnny Bench. So that That's was, cool. was kind of I mean, the catch. All famer. Yep. Number three. Number three. Number three. Um, another bat. <laughs> After I stepped off the um, board of directors of the Franklin Baseball Club, um, I was fortunate enough to be inducted into their Hall of Fame and was given an engraved bat, again, as a trophy uh, award, commemorative, whatever. A, a, a token. A token. Of your, uh, yes. Yes. your Hall of Fameness. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. A token. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, my, no, my, my number three is I have a... The, in 2009, I think it might have been 2010, the AFL, the Arena Football League, had just come out of bankruptcy, and the Arena Football 2 owners bought the trademark of the AFL. Well, they kind of meshed the leagues together, and Huntsville's team had a chance to play in the AFL against the Orlando Predators and the Tampa Bay Storm and a lot of the big-time names, Philadelphia Soul. And I got a football that I took to every game, and every time the away teams had somebody big, I would have them sign it. So Tennessee Titans quarterback coach Pat O'Hara is on there. Uh, Hall of Fame coach Tim Markham. Uh, touchdown Eddie Brown. And several others. I, it's it's just a plethora of just random arena football names that are signed uh, on this football. So I, I, I love it because obviously I'm a goofball. But it's it's pretty cool to have, you know, some of the biggest names in arena football history all on one ball. Yeah. So pretty good it is you guys you got room for more the there, there are there's room for more but there's room. no arena football league yeah, so that's true. Yeah. <laughs> if, I, if i happen to if i happen to see andy kelly walking around i, I, I might you know <laughs> toss him the ball and have him sign it but that's about the only option no, i might can arrange that. <laughs> andy kelly and Corey fleming would be a would be pretty big for that but you know cats anyway <laughs> love sure the cats. cats yep got both their numbers hey We'll make it happen one day. Number three, JP? Number three, um, mentioned about uh, press credentials. This is the one that stands out for me. Um, probably my favorite event that I ever did while living in Charlotte and working for Fox Sports South and he's been the Crystal Square Off eating competition. It was in Chattanooga, um, and we did it two or three years. Why on would they have it in Chattanooga? Crystal, that was no, I know. It was a home, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, just, you know, not maybe everybody doesn't know that. No, but. everybody probably doesn't know that the the the, the home and the of Crystal uh-huh. hamburgers is also. We need to make sure people know that yeah. the square office because of the hamburger. Uh-huh. Exactly, because it's a square burger. Some people may not know that a square burger. Well done, uh, but yeah, that was one of the most fun. I got to interview Kobayashi and uh, Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnuts. 
chestnut. I did say that. Do it just one. Do it chestnut. Singular. Singular. (laughs) You could tell how fun that event was. Yes. Do it chestnuts. Number two, Mo. Number two. Follow that, Mo. Number two. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't. Um, number two. I still have a box score from the 1989 um, Franklin White's Creek Class AAA State Championship game. Oh. Okay. Won by Kevin Anglin and oh, his yes. teammates. Anchor down, Vandy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. It, and it's it's a mimeograph. It's you know yeah that's that's what, awesome you know, the, 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 the the purple right stuff Mo what one by hand yeah one of their I think it was assistant coach Barry Laxon do you remember Barry okay he came you know, he he coached at Lawrence County he yeah. was he was the varsity coach my freshman year yeah so um yeah so uh, I know Barry and and I remember that was always the thing and uh, he was able to you know, hey the claim to fame claim to fame Coach Laxon so, actually yeah. coached Barry. baseball at Franklin when I was in school there. He's, he's done it all. Yeah, he has. He has. But, uh, yeah. There you go. A little time there. Number two for me is uh, also used to be in the studio. Be- uh, Peyton Manning signed jersey uh, just because it's Peyton Manning. That's your number two? Number two. Hmm. All right. Okay. Uh, number two for me, we, you talked about a basketball. You guys got that Ritzel one. Uh, the lone state championship for Lawrence County High School, 1998. Uh, the girls basketball team uh i was on we we had two radio stations at the time and i was on one of the stations broadcast so i got assigned basketball from the team so that was awesome. that was kind of cool yeah from your, from your alma mater that's number number two so my number one um i was part of the team that covered the rams titan super bowl super bowl xxx iv Thirty-four. Thirty-four. Yeah. Um, and there's a newspaper that had a picture of me doing an interview with Isaac Bird, one of the um, Rams receivers. Oh. Somebody. Anyway. Isaac Bruce. Isaac, no, no, was it wasn't Bruce? Isaac Bruce. It was Isaac Bird. Isaac Bird. The there's yeah. a bird too. Yeah, there was a bird as okay. well. But um, I, I've. There's a picture of me covering, working yeah. Super Bowl coverage. That's awesome. Yeah. Hey, is that the one in your trench coat? No, no, oh, that's okay. a different one. That's, I'm just making sure. No, that that's a picture of me out at Independence with, oh, okay. um, with Vic Wharton and Rashawn Galden when they signed with UT. Just making sure. Because <laughs> the trench coat is the coolest picture I've ever seen. I love it. It's, it's really cool. I was like, I wish Mo would wear this all the time. I would, I would. It's hot and it's heavy. Yeah, it is hot and heavy. Yeah. My number one is an Alabama Sports Hall of Fame program that my dad happened to see Coach Bryant on the telephone at the awards ceremony. Walks over to him. He's on the payphone. Mm-hmm. Gets Coach Bryant to sign it. Wow. Okay, so he this is this is captive a, audience, huh? Well, <laughs> it's a, here's the thing: is you know the the picture that's hanging in our stu- in our other studio may or may not have been signed by Coach Bryant because the athletic trainer back in the day used to sign Coach Bryant's name <laughs> all the time. But but this, but is, this one we know was signed. Well, the there's another signature on it, also from the 1972 Alabama Sports Hall of Fame induction, John Hanna. 
Oh, wow. On the same, same one. program, you have Bear Bryant and John Hanna's signature. And also on this program, it says, To Bear Bryant, Chuck Yao has signed the program. <laughs> because he was a very unintelligent young man. <laughs> Bear Bryant. John Hanna and Chuck, Chuck Yao. Yao. Chuck Yao. It's a heck of a signal. It's a heck of a, a, a program. But that's the trifecta. Right? But the fact that you have Bear Bryant and John Hanna signatures on the same—that's that's pretty freaking cool. And Chuck Yao. And, and Chuck, Chuck Yao. Yao. Well done, Chuck Yao. Uh, he all right. was thirteen years yeah, old. I don't get. I, I, I don't uh, blame him. But no. it's, <laughs> I would have done some stupid stuff like that too, not knowing what I was doing. And at the time, John Hanna wasn't really John yeah. Hanna. He was just Alabama, just John Alabama, Hanna. John Hanna. Yeah, he wasn't New York, wasn't you know, New John England Patriots, Hanna. yeah, NFL Hall of Famer, John Hanna. It wasn't so. all caps, yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. So, all right, my, your number one. My number one. I saw on Twitter today. I mentioned in one of the breaks that um, Traylon Burks is the first NFL draft pick by the Titans that was born after the Music City Miracle. Right? Pretty interesting. Think about how old we're getting. Well, you know, we talked about. It. I was at that game. Uh, I still have those tickets. Tickets to the Music City Miracle. I was there. I've got uh, two of them. Got a pair of them. So that's probably my most prized sports. That's pretty position. cool. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Honorable mention. Um, I've got a laminated bracket of Nick's state tournament finishes junior year when he plays fourth. So, uh, oh, nice. I, I think. I think the, the 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 front pages that we did for SMTN Sports. Is our honorable to have that, that? Yeah, I mean, as our collection. Absolutely. I mean, be, between this this basketball and you know that those those sports fronts are pretty cool, and being able to give those to those coaches last year was really really. Yeah, we need to get some of those framed and get them up in here. We, we've I've got three of them framed. We just got to get the other two. So, and then we got to figure out how to display five. <laughs> Without, I guess we have to do it just straight across. Like, yeah. I don't know. The wall of Fame. The Wall of Fame. All right. Thanks, guys, wall for hanging out with us. It, it's been, a, there you go. It's been a uh, a long show, but well worth it, I thought. Teresa Walker, thank you. Chip Walters as well. Walkers and Walter, GP and JP. We got got the, the tag team duos are in full force today. So. Summer Slam's coming up. That's right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow we have a great show. Heather Williams joins us to talk NASCAR, as she does every Wednesday. And also, Marin Angus is going to get us ready for the opening weekend of the NCAA Division I softball tournament. There it is. It's going to be a lot of fun. So y'all come back tomorrow at 2 o'clock from Columbia. I'm Chris Yao with Mo Patton and J.P. Plant saying have a great day. See you then. <laughs>